as it is in heaven. It's already on the earth as you thought it was going to be someday in heaven. Thank you, Jesus.
spirits so that's so good when the Lord speaks it's always better than you could have imagined yeah. the things he speaks if it if it's not as good as what you imagined that's not him if it doesn't exceed every imagination expectation it says according to him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly that's the desire of his heart and I just released here right now that because a lot of people are still dealing with that thing that it's too good to be true <laughs> It's not too good to be true. He's not too good to be true. His heart for you, His will for you, the things that are going to happen, the things that are happening are not too good to be true. <laughs> That's His specialty. That's the only place that He works at, actually. <laughs> it's the only place He interacts at. Better than your expectations. Whoa. come today releasing that revelation that you're so infinitely valuable <laughs> you're so infinitely loved that love that he's expressing that love that he expressed in Christ that's washing over you right now is not too good for you you are worth the blood that he spilled He found you worthy of the, of the blood of His Son. He found you worthy to give His life for. Worth the life of God. Worth the life of God. You can just say it out louder in your head. I'm worth the life of God. I am worth the life of God. I am worth the life of God. <laughs> Yeah, try to not smile when you say that. <laughs> I was worth the life of God. Whoa. Mm. 
I, I do I do have some words I want to share tonight, so I don't know if you got your Bible or whatever, but you know, whoa, we're in this whack and we just we you know, I love hanging out, we're always high and it's you know four twenty today, so hallelujah. <laughs> we, just, we just receive all the, the real the reality of, of being high. Yeah, when everyone else is partaking in the counterfeit in so many places right now. <laughs> The counterfeit. I, I don't uh, condemn them because they just they were made for pleasure, and no one's told them about this kind of pleasure yet. <laughs> a lot of them couldn't even imagine how high we are without any substance except for the glory. <laughs> Find something in there. Just green glasses. <laughs> the angels playing jokes on us. But I love I love um, just giving you know understanding that uh, that this hike would never have to end. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Shabba. Mm. But you know I love it when people just trance out in the meeting or just go wherever with the spirit yeah. and just enjoy because literally like like uh, who was it I think the Westminster Catechism says <laughs> the chief end of man yeah. is to glorify God by enjoying Him forever. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! The chief end of man, the chief end of your being, is to glorify God. Yeah, well, we know that. Oh, wait, for that last phrase by enjoying Him. <laughs> all the theologians and all their searchings and all their uh, trying to sum it up down to one little thing. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can go through all these books and all this education, but it's really just going to lead you to enjoying Him. If it's real, Rubby. <laughs> if it's real truth. <laughs> so it's like, I, I like to say it a different way. Life is wasted unless you're wasted. <laughs> on him. <laughs> if you're not wasted on God, then you're wasting your time. <laughs> if you're not wasting your time in his presence, you're wasting your time. <laughs> It's inescapable. It's inescapable. You're gonna waste your life. I'm sorry. Bam. Bam. Waste. Waste. Oh Jesus. They're living for pleasure. I just felt like the Lord was just reminding us again, guys, because it gets so complicated. If you're not, if you haven't abandoned yourself to the revelation of living for His pleasure. Everything gets complicated. Stuff just gets so weird. The Christian life doesn't function. Your heart doesn't function. Your heart will not function unless you're literally just abandoned to the reality of enjoying Him. Oh my God! Your heart will not function. Yeah. Until you find yourself abandoned in the pleasure of His presence. Everything is made right in the pleasure of His presence. When you come to see that His yoke is easy and His burden is light. And He's only bringing you along like a father brings his son into the workshop for the fun of it. <laughs> the sons think they're helping him out a little bit. but <laughs> Oh, what, are we, what if we don't go out to the nations? Oh, God. <laughs> and Daddy's like, yeah, I'll let you use the hammer. <laughs> 
I'll let you, you, sure, you can use the sickle, but I'm just going to be behind you actually, like, holding it. <laughs> what, about our part? what about our part, brother? Well, your part, you have a part to play. You can play! You do have a part to play. <laughs> Whoa, that's why these people are looking like this. That's why these guys are that's why this guy's toenails are rainbow colored. Yes. Yes, folks. They have rainbow colors on the toes. He's abandoned. He's he's given up trying to look respectable. Oh, he's, he's he's found his part to play. <laughs> the family doesn't work unless play is at the center of it. Come on, whatever! Oh, it's, it's just, when, when work and and uh, and efforts or, or knowledge or information is at the center of it, it just doesn't work right, you know. And uh, even all that's why I love quoting that. You know, you can read John Piper's books for like deep theological explanation of the reality. I mean, you know, the theologians of the elder study they come to the end of the day they say it's just about enjoying. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? I mean, <laughs> oh, that's just so. I mean, how did we miss that so many times in the church, you know? Like, how did we get bogged down in whatever? When it's about the pleasure, it's about the glory of his presence. And, well, I mean, he created you to be to the praise of his glory. To be to the praise of his glory just means that you enjoy him so much that you talk about it, you shout about it. <laughs> You praise what you enjoy. You love a chocolate bar, you say, this is good. Mm. Yummy. Anything else would just be, uh, you know, lip service. If you never tasted the chocolate bar and you said it's good, they'd call you like a liar. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> It's like, just but just let's just keep saying how great the chocolate is. I know you've never tasted it. I know you're not tasting the chocolate right now, but just keep saying that it's good. <laughs> just keep telling everybody how awesome it is. I mean, it's like those guys that do commercials and they just get paid to say it, you know. <laughs> but there's nothing more effective than when a, somebody, a friend, tells you about how good something was. It's like the most effective advertising is word of mouth, right? <laughs> somebody that's found it to be really awesome. <laughs> Have you found him to be really awesome? That's praise. That's praise. I like it. Oh, it feels so good. That's praise. That's praise. Not just reading some psalm that somebody else wrote 2,000, 3,000 years ago. <laughs> That's good. That's fine. You know, it's okay. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's inevitable. You're inevitably drunk. Oh, but I just feel it, man. Like, it's just yeah. the priority of his pleasure again. Yeah. <sighs> priority of his pleasure. Priority of your pleasure tonight first, Lord. Firstly, Lord, we like you. <laughs> Firstly. Firstly, Lord, we drink you. <laughs> there you go. Kisses. I love that he'll let us use any any pleasure. That's why I use all these pleasure words in it. What do you, 
You're pulling from all these weird sources. It's only weird because pleasure's been strange to your experience. <laughs> oh. So. No. And uh, so that that's the other word I was sensing. I had a I had a teaching that I'm gonna do with scripture and stuff, but there's another thing I was just hearing, and and uh, since it's mostly like our group tonight, anyways, and uh, and the, and the Lord told me to preach as if I'm preaching to Joel's army, so <laughs> so I am. <laughs> wow. Joel's general. Yeah, just like shout it down the corridors of time. But, uh, whoa, tonight is, uh, whoa, the Lord is, I just, I just hear him saying over us, um, that he's emphasizing the get to and not the should. (laughs) The get to of his glory. This is, it's actually just basic new covenant, like motivator really (laughs) is the get to. (laughs) And uh, it's really, it's a really powerful, it's really powerful. He's saying, He's saying, it's, I, I really am, have released you to a place where you do anything you do for me is because you want to, not because you should. <laughs> Whoa. Like, okay, of course you should, but that realm is actually, in the New Covenant, is, it's okay to forget about that because that's what Jesus fulfilled. And he's bringing us to a place where, and, and don't misunderstand it, but Paul did say everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Right. And the gospel actually brings you to a freedom to begin to explore what, who you are, who you are and what proceeds from you. And so this thing is about nature. If you're darkness, all you can admit, all you can proceed admit is darkness. If you're light, though, all you can release is light. And so to completely abandon yourself, it's like our buddy Andre Ravi says, like, the best thing you can do to the image and likeness of God is set it free to be itself. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> mm. But as long as we're using shoulds for ourselves and to motivate other people with shoulds, the, your, the image and likeness of God is not set free mm. to be itself. Does it make sense? Like, it's really key. Uh, you can put it another way. The shoulds is the fear of God realm. The, the, the get-to is the love of God. And the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. But it's the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If it's your primary motivator, you're at the starting place, which was like, a, and the law was a schoolmaster to take you through, not step-by-steps in holiness, but just revelation of who He is and who you are to bring you into a place where, and Paul said, I'll show you the most excellent way. And what was that way? Love! <laughs> the most excellent way. The most excellent way is not the fear. So there's all these guys say we need to get back to the fear of the Lord. That's fine. That's good. But that's the beginning of wisdom. And literally, a lot of these guys are, are you know, like they look crazy. We were just sitting here earlier. We're like, man, we're, people are going to be so childlike. Someone come up to like all my buddies and say they don't know anything <laughs> and actually that's true all they know is christ now <laughs> like paul said i know nothing when i was among you except jesus christ and him crucified Amen. but i can say that a lot of these guys actually like like myself for example were really radical at from a very young age 
and they begin to learn from from the bumps and the you know the the mistakes of others and themselves and other, joining with all kinds of ministries and they finally landed at what you see here. It is, and I mean, I, I mean, and I was telling somebody too. Wisdom can learn from other people's experience. And, but it's okay to, you know, I mean, you don't, you can learn for yourself. But, I mean, you, I can learn for myself through other people's experience, too. <laughs> yep. But, like, but either way is fine, but I just want to let you know, like, you know, for me, it, when I hear religion now, I can so easily dismiss it because I tried it harder than any of the people that would yeah, be preaching it to me. I know. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like Paul said, I think the reason Paul was so unshakable is because he was the Pharisee of Pharisees. Yes. So if someone came with a Pharisee yes. spirit, he was like, oh yeah, tell me, how deep are you in the Phariseeism? Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. You fasted a day a week, I fasted two days. Oh, you fasted two days? I actually fasted three days. <laughs> and he wasn't just trying to one-up them. Like, he probably didn't even say anything about it, but he just knew in his spirit. Awesome, man, go for it. That's a good, you know. And you can release, you don't have to correct everybody that talks to you. <laughs> you know, but, but, you, but when you've tried and you've tasted this stuff, you know, like, I was a big fear of the Lord guy, and that's good. And I taught on the fear of the Lord a, a while back in our series, like, in our Heaven on Earth class, and it, saying that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And if you never pass through that gate, there will be something missing if you just jump to some of the stuff that we're talking about. If I say everything is permissible and everything is beneficial, and that's the only thing you get without the other stuff, you can just freak out on it. You know? But, but the fear of the Lord is the beginning. It's not... It's now the way I honestly feel I'm just describing it is I feel like it's something that's deposited in my spirit at a really powerful level. And it's kind of burning there, like part of the fire of God. It's not all of the fire of God, but it's part of the fire of God that's burning in my spirit. But it's really not where I live that often. Like, I mean, it's completely transformed through the other filters into something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm not even going to go deep on that. But, but what I wanted to describe was to you that the fear of the Lord is the shoulds. And a lot of people have actually, even in the church today, dude, on a major wide-scale level, they're teaching the love of God, and they're saying, love is a choice. And love is an action. And love is a choice and an action in some respects, but at the ultimate place, love is the person of God flowing through you Come on. in an effortless way. And ultimately, it becomes what you want, what you desire. What, it's a get-to. The love flows as a get-to. And, and you can just prove it this way by saying, if you're really super deeply in love with your wife, you're not going to have to choose to kiss her. Right. <laughs> come on! Yes! Come no, come on. Come on. Come on! Wow! You're not going to have to choose. You're not going to have to choose in that place. That's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> If intimacy is at the should level, it's not wrong. It's not bad. But there's a place you can live deeper. You know? If you're just choosing to be kind to people, that, that's okay. But really, if that's all it is, it'll start to feel like hypocrisy. Yeah. After a while, it'll start to look like hypocrisy. And that's what we felt. It's like at that emptiness, when you might be able to maintain the action, my God, I hope that love is more than just action. Love results in an action. Love results in action. But dude, whoa. 
There is such an unending realm of passion. The passion of the Christ. Jesus didn't go to the cross because he should. He didn't go out of obligation. He didn't go because he, he was supposed to. You know? Can you feel it? Can you feel that? He wanted you. He wants you. He likes you. He came out of, wah! I can't but not. We can't help but speak of what we've seen or heard. If that's not how you feel about evangelism, do, do yourself and everyone a favor and just don't do something else. Come on! <laughs> I mean, it's not even wrong if you do it, because, I mean, the Holy Spirit will use everything and work it all to the good, you know? But, dude, there's a place that we're speaking of right now, and I just feel it's really relevant for a lot of us here to be. I'm not just saying, like, mostly free of it. I, I want to encourage you guys, because some of you have been on this journey already for a while, but allow yourself to be completely free from the should realm. <laughs> Whoa. No should. Whoa. Whoa. You can look at it this way. No, it's like, <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny to say it. I don't want us to be misunderstood. But, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just processing. I, I learn while I preach, too. Whoa. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just like, you know, if you're not feeling the juice on it, it's really okay to not do that thing. Because where, where your greatest priority is on the enjoyment of God. That's why I unashamedly am encouraging this. Like, it's unashamed, like, to come, if you're not feeling it, just be in a meeting and completely just soak in His presence. Because it, it, it's because He first loved us that we can love. It's because, and I, I uh, and there's no obligation. You're just a kid playing with the father on these journeys anyways. You're just working with your daddy in the workshop. If you mess up, the, the project isn't going to fail. <laughs> no, really. Your life's work, even your life's mission, your life's goal, isn't going to fail because you mess up in the workshop, because daddy's in the workshop. <laughs> Whoa. I just know there's something there. For that, yeah, I want. It's like our yeah. buddy Jim Samuelson says, it's a real get to. It is it's a real get to. I love it. That's awesome. Get to. And that's gonna be, dude. This is the thing, you know. Somebody posted on my wall a few weeks ago, and I liked it. They're like, you know, that the, the all the guys were attracted to like the hippie movement or whatever because they were all like repressed, and they found a place where they could just be yeah. free to be themselves, yeah. and they ran away from everything that they knew to join up with that thing. Yeah. And, dude, I believe that, like, you know, there's an element of the Holy Spirit in that whole thing. Yeah. There's an element of the heart of God. People are so, I'll just put it that way, people are so attracted mm -hmm. to be able to live from a place of get-to. Yeah. Come on. a place of desire. People, it's the most attractive thing in the universe. Yeah. To be able to be just who you are. Come on. And that's the whole culture. The whole culture right now is around that. And why, And literally people are like, well, don't take cues from the culture. No, I see that the Holy Spirit is at work in everything. Yeah. Come on. And the Holy Spirit is speaking in every culture mm. and in every place, every yeah. time. And dude, I, it's like, it, that's why it's so sad that people still think that the church has the worst music and stuff, you know? <laughs> we got to listen to the secular music. And I still do it, man. I listen to secular music a lot because there's more anointing on a lot of it. Relax. <laughs> because they're actually like... 
There's no one telling them how it's supposed to be or what they can and can't do musically and creatively. And dude, that's and that's why like, oh my god, that's how people see the father. They see the the misconception in the culture right now is if I go to church or if I go if I become a Christian, I'm going to have to be fit into a mold be somebody else that I don't like. That it doesn't feel right to me. I'm going to have to become something that I'm not or somebody's going to come and tell me how to do all this stuff. When literally that's the exact opposite heart of the Father. Yeah. He made you with a beautiful like plan and destiny and design that feels really, really good. In fact, you're utterly exhilarated when you operate in it. And all he wants to do is set you free to be that. Oh, come on! It's like our, it's like our, our buddy Charlie this week. He got, he had the most yes. powerful visitation. He said that he's ever had. Uh, just, I, I don't remember if he said it, an angel of the Lord Jesus Himself just showed up to him and said, "I just want you to tell them who I am." <laughs> and he said he was just, he was weeping all night long. He couldn't go back to sleep. He was just crying, and he was just weeping. Because he could feel who the Father is and how people don't see him the way that he is. Oh. And he was just like, people that have the complete wrong idea about mm. me. They have the complete wrong idea about me. Whoa. They think I'm a manipulator. Whoa. Yeah. Come on. No, really, I believe that's so the key of it. And I believe that was the accusation that the enemy brought against the Father from the very beginning. Even with Adam and Eve. The Father didn't have the best plan for you. He kept this from you. He wouldn't give this to you. Come on. So you need to come over here and get it for yourself. Come on. All of a sudden, they're do, trying to operate independently and get something from God that they thought they didn't have. But in reality, they already had it. Come on, Jesus! If you do this, you'll be more fulfilled. In, in reality, God's already released to you everything. Everything for life and godliness. Everything for fulfillment. For fulfillment. For exhilaration. For passion. Oh. <laughs> I believe it's the core issue. That's why I'm not talking to like just a, you know, just, I, I mean, I like to get to the main thing, you know. <laughs> the side details are cool or whatever, you know, if you want to like, you know, figure out all the dates and all the things when this guy was born and all this, that's cool or whatever. Or let's develop. And, you know, the, the side stuff is good in some ways, but. What's the heart of it, dude? I really believe that right now in this culture and the people around you have a misconception about who he is. <laughs> they think if they if they follow Jesus, they're gonna have to live in a should realm. And this is this is the transition to what I really wanted to talk about tonight. So okay. Hallelujah. Can you take another drink here with me? <laughs> uh, you don't need to understand it's going right into your spirit and that you'll get it. So good, man! That's, that's the way I like it. I love you! That's the way I like it. That's the way. Keep drinking. Have a drink. Just tip your head back. <laughs> Put your hand in your belly. I thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha, 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 ha.
I'm so serious. Wow. Let's read the scripture anyway. First Peter, if you if you are in the First Peter 1.22, probably. First Peter 1.22. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Why? Since you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of an imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower fails, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. And then I'm jumping back a little bit to verse 8, same chapter. 1 Peter 1, 8. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that's inexpressible and filled with glory. Why? Now here's the verse they don't always read afterward. Okay, we're drunk. Joy inexpressible yes. and full of glory. But why are we drunk, dude? Verse 9, because you've obtained the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Bam. You've got joy inexpressible and filled with glory <laughs> because you've obtained the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. What's the big deal about that? Well, people you know, say that all the time. Uh, Jesus saved my soul. <laughs> Jesus saved my soul, right? You ever grow up singing some songs like that? Yeah. The gold gospel songs, a lot of glory on them. Well, dude, if Jesus saved your soul, then there's no such thing as a flesh. There's no such thing as a double-minded man. There's no such thing as a, even having separate thoughts, emotions, or desires from the Lord. This is why you're rejoicing with joy inexpressible. When it says the, the joy of the Lord is your strength, it's actually His joy. You know how whacked the father is? Whoa. <laughs> <Whack. laughs> yeah, the joy of the Lord is His joy. You know how happy God is? <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy, I don't even know. Dude, He's so happy. He's so, so happy. And Do you know how His emotions work? Perfectly. He doesn't flare up with like a wrong emotion. He's like, Oh my God, I, whoops, I got angry again. <laughs> Oops. No, dude, if, you know, the soul realm, if you talk to, you know, any of the guys that teach, they probably teach this at Wheaton, you know? Your soul is your, is your desire, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Mind, will, emotions, right? Your mind, will, and emotions. If your mind, will, and emotions have been completely saved, what does that mean? That means your thoughts are perfect. Come on. No, literally. Whoa. Your thoughts are perfect. Well, why have I had double-minded thoughts? Only because you haven't realized that your thoughts are perfect. Yes. Your, your emotions are perfect. I love you, Matt! Yay. Your thoughts, your emotions, and your desires are perfect. What you want. Whoa. For those that realize, I believe that being born again is simply realizing Christ in you, the hope of glory. Simply realizing Christ has taken over your life and possessed you. And you realize that. Your mind, will, and emotions have been saved. When you realize that they've been saved by the work of Jesus, by nothing that you did, you obtain the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You become, this is what I wanted to title this message, but I don't know, whatever. I wanted to call it the whole man. The whole. The whole man. 
W-H-O-L-E, just in case you needed that. At <laughs> <laughs> the black hole, man. Not the hole, H-O-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> the hole, man. W? The holy man? W-H. <laughs> full. Hole. The full man. The hole. No, that, that, whoa. Jesus. Listen, every person out there is looking for wholeness, you know? Wow. Every person just wants to be whole. They want whole foods. People are getting engaged <laughs> even in the, uh, the you know, the prophetic movement because they, they think they're going to find some fulfillment there. Wow. You know, they're engaged in ministry or they're, they're charismatic leaders because they're looking to be whole or they're praying for people to be made whole. When in the reality, this is the message of the cross. Yeah. Like I said last time, what what is the simple gospel? Just gonna ask that. What's the simple gospel that Jesus preached? Whoa. The verse I the verse I was sharing last time was the Mark one fifteen and Matthew four seventeen. It's here. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is here. That means everything. This is what living life like you're already in perfect shalom. A whole person can begin to expect. That they, and live as if they are already in heaven. Oh, poopy. Oh. <laughs> because Jesus and what he did was not another promise. This yeah. is what Hebrews 1 talks about. It says all the promises in Christ are yes and amen. That Christ isn't another promise for the future. But because that seems too good to be true, we've turned the gospel into another promise for something to happen great in the future. Oh. You will get free from sin when you die. Gross. You will get deliverance. You'll be able to walk in healing after these steps. Or Jesus Christ is a guarantee that sometime you'll get a breakthrough or someday you'll get your breakthrough. When in reality, Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of every promise. It says that in Him all the promises were yes and amen. It says that in the former days He spoke through the prophets, but in the last days He's spoken through the Son. He's given the Son as the final word. Whoa. That is so good. <laughs> when He said it is finished, He really meant everything. No, He really meant everything. That's why I was reading that Revelation 22 passage. Even the book of Revelation. I encourage you to begin to look at it through the eyes of it is finished. Instead of it is to come. Wow. I'm not saying that any guy's teaching right now is right on the book of Revelation. I don't even know. But all I know is it is finished. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're more excited about heaven to come, then you've missed it. Uh, oh, gee, oh. Wow. Wow, man. Wow. If, if, whoa. Whoa. Amen. 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 Oh, boy. Amen. Romans 8 says all creation has been groaning and eagerly waiting. <laughs> Only one thing, and that's the manifestation of you. <laughs> but how are these sons going to manifest? Simply by realizing that they're already been made whole. Now, I really believe this. Oh, yes. This is why I care about it. Oh, because this God. Joel's army is not going to be broken. It's not going to be a broken people. It's not a weak and broken people oh. who believe in an awesome God fall off there. 
The weak and broken people would never be able to stand it. That's why you see these movements. They start out well, they get excited, they get pumped up. But then 10 years from now, none of them are still going. No, literally, like, I know, I and I, I can never know for anybody else, but I know for myself, I'll be here. Because <laughs> it's easy and I'm exhilarated every day. All right. There's no effort. I'm not striving. Like, even when other people fall, I still, I, I'm like kind of sad for them, but reality, I'm just like, well, I mean, you can have it if you want to. I mean, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I'm wrecked. Whoa. <laughs> I'm wrecked. And, and uh, But really, it's it's what he did. I just realized what he did for me made me a whole person. My emotions aren't locked anymore. Whoa. I'm able to cry at things that I should cry at. I'm able to laugh at things that I should laugh at. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can think when I need to think, and I cannot think when I need to think. <laughs> I can read the scripture and analyze it if it's time, or just drink it if it's time. <laughs> Uh, you're whole. Shalom, you guys probably, you know, if you've been in the charismatic movement, shalom. I think you know that the word shalom actually is used, you know. When it says that he writes, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Yes. Each one of those is just a realm of revelation. Oh my God. And you, the shalom that you've been given, if the kingdom of heaven is at hand, that means the shalom. That means everything has been made right. If the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, that means not, are we, not only are we infinitely whacked, I thank God that we can gather in the joy of the Lord and have an exhilarating party. But I thank God that also every single part of me and in my life, like my family, my business, my ministry, is in shalom. I'm so glad to be free now! I'm so free now! Whoa, it's, the righteousness, yeah. the peace, and the joy are so interconnected. It's, it's not like, well, I just, you know, well, I'm into the righteousness thing, but you can go get laughing and get in the joy. No, dude, it's all so interconnected. Everything's interconnected. You can't separate a part of God from the other part. And you know, I really see people that are like, you know, you guys are just so shallow. You know, you just laugh all the time and you're just happy. I'm like, no, dude, like, if you knew what I was feeling, and if you hang around with me long enough, you'll see literally. I mean, test my life for sin issues. I've been delivered <laughs> by Him. Wow. I've been delivered by Him. Wow. Not by a step process either. Right. Literally, I struggled and whatever and all of those things. But dude, there was a day when I realized that I've been made whole. And how does that happen? There's Don't try to get it. It's that He's giving it to you. He's giving you a revelation now by the Word of God. You're shalom. You are whole. You are not a broken person. You are not missing something. There's not something lacking in you. You're not going to get over that someday. He got over it for you. Yes. Yes. He got over that thing. Man, this is so drunk. <laughs> this is the best ever. Ooh. Ooh. I want to encourage something tonight. I really, I really want to encourage, encourage something tonight in that. That you maintain this confession. <laughs> Not by work or striving, but just simply when those little uh, things come in to say that this is too good to be true, just don't entertain it. That's right. That's right. 
when something comes to say that you couldn't be in perfect shalom wholeness, maintain your confession. Now, it's not like a, it's not like some people have thought about in the Word of Faith where you gotta just keep confessing it, brother. Hard, you know, and it almost sounds like hard work. You know, just keep saying it, and saying it, saying it. You gotta say your hallelujahs twenty times and say your all that thing. But I love the Word of Faith. Don't get me wrong. I thank God. But it simply just not allowing yourself to begin to say stuff like, well, nobody's perfect. Or, you know, I mean, that's a big, I mean, if you hang around us long enough, you probably stop saying that. But, <laughs> but then there's other little ones that you, like, well, I still have this issue, you know. Okay. Just Come don't on. acknowledge it. Right. Now, it's, it's okay to, like, share a struggle with a friend, but don't own that thing. Yeah, it's not yours. Because you are shalom. You have been made one yeah. with the Prince of Peace. When you walk into a place, peace walks into that place. Wow. Maintaining yes. that confession, simply you, not allowing a, something to take that mind, take that whole, that little whatever, that no thing to become a part of you. <laughs> wow. No, I have all that I need. Oh. While you're struggling financially, I have all that I need. I have more than enough. I have an abundance. I mean, if you feel uncomfortable saying I'm rich, you can find a more politically correct way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I am rich. I'm rich. I mean, I'm clean, stinking rich. I mean, I'm clean and I smell really good and I'm rich. It seems silly, good, man. but it says. Woo! It says faith comes by hearing, but more than that, hearing by the word of God. And as that word of God is becomes like in the atmosphere, just hearing it's so it's a weird thing. Through the foolishness of preaching, it says that his glory might be made known. Like there's so many passages that talk about simply just the declaration of this stuff is the thing that actually imparts it. If you're waiting for the man of God to come and lay hands on you, that's not the thing. I feel like the Lord showed me something new about the impartation thing this week. Is the laying yeah. on of hands is just somebody comes close to you and their reality becomes real yes. to you. Yes! Yes! Right. It's so cool! Whoa. So I'm here right now and I live in some of these realities. Take the impartation. <laughs> you know? But literally, that impartation is that if you're waiting for somebody else to come and lay their hands on you, no. It says it all comes by hearing and hearing the yeah. word of God. As the deck, and what is the word of God? Actually, a lot of translations say the word of Christ, which is even I think that because He is the word of God and the and the and the Christ revelation, which is God and man inseparably and completely united. Whoa! Whoa! You are the revelation of Christ Jesus. <laughs> the whole man. My God, man. <laughs> but here's where it becomes real, okay? Can we take it to the the next yeah. place? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like Joe and I have been saying lately, it's like you, t you follow this rabbit, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go with it? <laughs> <laughs> take the red pill. You can just keep, you can just say you're perfect, but then you can say, well, if I am actually perfect, maybe all of my thoughts are perfect. <laughs> Maybe the stuff that's popping into my head is God. <laughs> Whoa, God. Yes, it is. I think you're right. That's good. What are you talking about? We got questions, it's good.
I actually we can take questions. Let's do it at the end, but I love it. But this message empowers you to live as a single-minded individual. Wow. And so I got uh, DVDs, I think, on the back table. And it's called, I, I did a preaching called Single Forever. It's such a good message! <laughs> it's so good! It was, a, it was a message where my dad was there and he got wrecked and his life was completely changed. Cool. Yeah, so, I, so he told me, you gotta make DVDs. And I went back and watched it. I was like, I think you're right. <laughs> Single Forever, it sounds like a cultic teaching, you know? <laughs> Mar marriages of the devil or something? No. <laughs> No, but literally, being single forever is one of the most powerful revelations that I ever received in my life. What does that mean? If your eye is single, your whole body is filled with light. What does that mean? People still believe that their heart is separate from God's heart, and so they need to seek God's heart. Now, that sounds honorable. That's, you know, and, and it's good if you're in the fear of the Lord revelation, i.e. the Old Covenant. To seek. But no, literally... What happened? Ezekiel promises in several places, and it's all over the scriptures, a promise that on that day I shall put a new heart in them. A new heart. Because there's passages in scripture that say the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. You know, and then and, and then there's guys teaching today, well, yeah, your heart is holy, like partially, but it's a progress. Now the thing is if that first Peter passage is where you had the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. That means that your, your heart, your body, your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, your spirit, all of it is 100% perfect. It's 100% holy. Whoa. No, really. No, 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 really. No, really. Because I, I can feel I, people's brains are getting fried. So beautiful! No, really. No, really. Here's the thing. I always felt like I was missing out on God's will or something. There's something still missing. You know, I can't quite hear right. You know, oh my goodness. I just have to. I got to go to another one. That preaches all the time. But it's so good. I'm going to go to Hebrews 8, okay? okay. The new covenant. I'm going to read the new covenant to you again, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Okay. 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 Um, okay. 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 The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will establish a new covenant. With the house of Israel, with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. Why? Because they did not continue in my covenant. So I showed no concern for them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. What, what does that mean? Holy heart. Holy heart. You... You no longer have an outward law that you're trying to fulfill, but in fact, the will and the desire of God is, is in your heart. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Oh, my God. I will be their people. They, or I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach each one his neighbor, saying, and his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. Why? Because you're one with them. It's pretty easy to know the one that you're already one with. <laughs> For I will be merciful toward their iniquities and remember their sins no more. No, dude, like what we're talking about is allowing God's reality of you to be your reality of you. Yeah. Really. Oh. If it's real to God, it's, it's real. People have preached this thing as if it's real to God, but down here in the real reality, we know how it really is. Like God sees us as holy. God sees us as holy, of course, but in the day-to-day, -day, well, well, yeah, God's living in the a delusion, and you're the one that knows the real thing. 
well, in God's eyes, well, yeah, in heaven, you know, my spirit's holy, or, you know, in God's sight, you know, in the sense that uh, I'm perfect and blameless. But no, he, if he can't remember it, you, you, it would probably be wise for you to not remember it. If it's his perspective, it's probably wise for you, right? Whoa. <laughs> oh, that gets crazy, dude. That gets so crazy. Because you're like, he sees the end from the beginning, and he was finished from the foundations of the world, and there's all these things. You're like, <laughs> Literally at the end, I believe where this thing is going is just that you just have to realize you're perfect, he's perfect, they're perfect, everyone's perfect, everything is perfect. Because <laughs> it says in Colossians 3.11 that Christ is all in all. It says set your mind on things above where there is no barbarian, scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all. Oh my God! There's no barbarians in heaven. My God! <laughs> my God! <laughs> yeah, all these scythians out there. My God! They're all over the You're place. Freaking out! But I thought I was a scythian. <laughs> Good thing there's none of those. You know, where I'm getting to is this message empowers you to live as a single-minded individual, no longer two, but one. No longer separate. So it's like you are married to God, but you're single forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really good, man. It's really good. As you as you confess that and believe it, um, and it becomes your reality, you literally, like, that's where everything is possible. <laughs> This is literally the realm where all things are possible, where all the, all the wildest dreams begin to come true. Because all the things that God has in His heart become your reality. All the things that God is thinking about become your... I'm a good barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm preaching partly to people that are already, you know, I mean, not partly, pretty much completely, to people that are already fallen in love with God and want to do His will, you know, and uh, and I really believe that this is the thing that causes the sons to manifest, Whoa. simply that when they actually realize that they're sons. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but what is a real son? Even in, in the, I believe, the biblical definition of sonship, to be a son of God, it, it's, it's not... Because God isn't like um, like like flesh; He's a spirit, and so it's not like there's you know you know two beings had intercourse and produced another one. It, the word "son" means to be to proceed from. You're proceeding from that. A son of God is one that proceeds from God. Cool. So it's not even about like because me and my son, they still could seem like a you know a separation there. He's somebody else, and I'm me. But really, because every even all, all of the all of the pictures that God gives aren't even as deep as the reality of what they're pointing to. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have marriage bliss, but even that, dude, like the like the in, in, the intimacy of God. Although they're all connected, but the intimacy of God obviously blows everything else away. I mean, the things that God's doing in your spirit, the exhilaration and the, the oneness, blow everything out of the water because it's not even just like. I mean, dude, it is, it's proceeding. It's like a, literally, there's no, it's, it's, oh my goodness. It's just crazy. <laughs> that mystic union. <laughs> I wrote here, you can only manifest God's will perfectly when he completely possesses you. 
And literally, that's how, you know, there's all these weird commandments in the Bible like pray continually, you know? What? How? I don't know. Literally, only when you're completely one with Him and He's possessed you in that way could that even be possible. Yep. Literally, every moment becomes prayer. Every thought, emotion, and desire become God's. When you realize the higher man being truly high on Him, abiding oh. in Him, there's no separation. It's literally God taking over the earth. And that's, I mean, we know this stuff. You know, we, we it just brings together all those things. I think as like, especially as, you know, so you guys are charismatics or, or you know, Pentecostals or the third wave or, you know, Vineyard or Bethel or somebody. New Age. <laughs> or New Angers. There's, all these, there's all these pieces. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of talking to what most of the people here were, but there's all these things, and now this revelation brings all of those things and because it makes sense. Yeah. And they fall into place. Oh, well, we were going to pray 24 hours a day. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> we, you know, we were going to walk in holiness and perfect holiness. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. We, we wanted to see crazy manifestations of healing, trances, signs and wonders. The signs and wonders, guys. Exactly. Effortless. Easy. Greater sign. It's greater signs and wonders. It's greater holiness. It's greater prayer. It's greater. Everything begins to fall into place. Makes sense in the easy way. Yeah. It, it just. Well, if if God just comes and possesses the whole thing, I suppose it all will work really easy, huh? Amen. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, and that's why we. You know, you're in our language a lot of. A lot of times we're just kind of laughing about it. We're like, "Hi, Jesus," or like, "Hey, good job, Jesus," or. Oh, I, I love you so much. Wow, I'm glad you're preaching tonight. And then talking to somebody else, not the guy that's preaching. <laughs> no, literally, like, you know, I was about to do a video teaching on just on community and how one of the secrets of community is realizing that we're all already together all the time. And so even you don't even, like, miss somebody when they're away. Of course, like, you kind of, like, want you want them to be there, but on the other hand, you can literally commune with their spirit. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You can begin to interact with them. You can begin to feel their thoughts. I mean, literally, I mean, take it to the furthest extent, and it might be so scandalous that people will throw stones at me. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's so good. Being whole needs to be free from sin completely. No such thing as a flesh anymore. I just give you permission. You can find, you might be able to find a couple of scriptures that like get you confused on it. But overall, dude, if Jesus died and you died with him, Jesus was buried, you were buried with him, and he was raised and you were raised with him, how could there be a flesh? Amen. Well, brother, you don't. No, dude, is there a flesh in heaven? Simple. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just gets simple, you know? Ah, uh, this mystic union, the, the, the union and on earth as it in heaven, just bring it all to such a simple thing, a simple place. And, oh, whoa. And it works. That's all I know. Amen. Yeah. Oh. It works. Okay, it works. Yeah. When, when you say, is there a flesh in heaven, what flesh are you talking about? Are you talking about Sinful body? nature. Sinful nature. Yeah. She knows that. She's asking for it. Everyone else. Here. Amen. I'm glad for that. It's because I know all things. Amen, Audrey. Yeah, John Dutton's doing a translation of the Bible, and we're just talking about, you know, there's two different words in the New Testament for, uh, for that are flesh. translated as flesh. There's, you know, I think it's soma and sarks, and one yeah. just means your your body, and the other one means the sinful nature. But a lot of times they're translated like the same. the same, and so people are like, wait, my body's bad? No, that was Gnosticism. 
You know, or people are like, I'm going to lose my body someday, or, uh, or the sinful nature is okay, or we have our sinful nature forever. No, you have a body forever, right. and your sinful nature is bad and is dead. Yeah. Your body forever, now my it's gonna be a super super glorious body. Yes. <laughs> it is. And pain free. It is. Oh, light. Yeah, exactly. It light. Is. You're already body. glorified. Body you're already glorified. <laughs> body of living light. Oh man, you're a whole whole man. Thank you, Jesus. I'm bringing it to a close here. Hey, if any of our other guys want to release something here, just when you yeah. get some burning, just come on up and stand by me or something while they close. Shaka. I love it. There's so much unending glory on this. I just want to free you. I just want to say, literally, here's a practical thing. You wake up in the morning, don't seek the will of God. Say, Lord, what are what do I want to do today? What do we want to do today? Just feel it. Just feel your desires. In, in you, what do you what do you feel like? Well, I feel like going downstairs and having a cup of coffee. Good. <laughs> God, good God. Mm-hmm. I feel like going. I feel like you know. And literally, as you abandon yourself to that, it's like, wow. Well, I just be lazy and sit around. No, not if you're a new creation. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Sometimes you want to to do work all day long, like just work at your job because you like it, and you you now you don't work out of obligation. This is the secret of that whole thing I was talking about before. The shoulds versus the get-tos. New creation has a holy heart. Why would a holy heart not want to do God's will? It's not possible. The holy heart loves God's will. So you're like, oh man, this is just going to give people a license to sin. No, is they realize that they are one with Jesus Christ. Sin just seems stupid and gross. License to thrill. Yeah, you have a license to thrill. Yeah. If you're the image and likeness of God, why would you have to control that and tell it to do something it doesn't already want to do? This is the secret, dude. This is why, like, I can say, you know, people are like, I mean, just in our house, you know, it's like, oh, why didn't you do the dishes? I didn't feel like it. (laughs) People would be like, freaking lazy. Well, how do you know that they didn't have some divine appointment somewhere else? Yep, that's right. And dude, this is literally the key. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. It's the key because we're doing things out of obligation, living under the law and missing the divine appointments that cause things to explode. Dude, you, and this is where, you know, you hear all those stories about people that are just led by the Holy Ghost all the time. But dude, if that person was in your life, their life was going to look so wild, you'll probably try to control it. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you begin to live with people and begin to see them as ones. They, they are those Holy Ghost heroes that are following the Holy Spirit all the time. And you actually trust what they're about to do. They're like, well, why did you buy the chocolate milk instead of the you know regular milk? And it, you know, and it, I mean, obviously you don't have to like get weird over every little tiny detail. But literally, whoa! <laughs> 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 it's like. We had five five of our guys just jumped in the car at the last minute. Whoa, what, what? Like, that's weird. That's not right. Dude, if, but when you begin to trust that they are those Holy Ghost heroes, dude, you're just open and so many more divine appointments happen and things are free to be themselves. Now, if we had unholy hearts, that would be a disaster. 
It would be a disaster. Wouldn't it? Because we'd all be like trashing each other and doing weird things. Or like the dishes would never get done. But literally, I mean, yeah, our dishes stack up occasionally, but they do always get done. Don't they? Yes. <laughs> they do get done. They do get done. They do. Yes. We like the dishes. We're drunk. I mean, this stuff, this stuff gets, you know, whatever. And literally, like, this is where I, I, I pretty much always just talk about the holy heart, even though people are like, well, I thought you guys were the community guys, you know? But if you get the holy heart, the community thing comes natural. That's right. Even the thing, like, I could preach the drunkenness to you, but if I preach the holy heart, you're just going to get so drunk, and you're going to get, you're going to live in it all the time. <laughs> Everything flows out of that. Everything flows from this place of understanding you're one with God. That's the message of Christ. Christ is God and man, inseparably and completely united forever. That's the message of Christ. You, right now, in whatever state you thought you were, are completely and inseparably united with God. Whoa! It doesn't matter how the worship went. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the intercessors broke through before the meeting or not. The intercessor broke through. The intercessor broke through 2,000 years ago. There's nothing, there's nothing that will change that reality for you. Yeah. If you're not experiencing it, it's simply because something triggered a little unbelief somewhere or something. An unreality. But dude, don't even think about that. It says consider him. Consider. Consider this man who made it all one. And literally, it's the secret. You know, we talk about empowering glory community or whatever. You see communities transform. It encourages everyone around you to be themselves. Whoa! Come on. Whoa! Do what's in your heart and champion it. Champion it. Be un un like utterly committed to saying, no, you do everything that's in your heart. Not just part of it. I don't want you to just, I don't want you to feel tied down to this job and doing what you really want on the side. I challenge you. Do what you really want. Do it completely. It's the only way you're going to see community transformation. Why? Because you are the community. If you're not doing everything like that's exhilarating your holy heart, how is anybody else going to do it? Yeah. What? Why would anyone else? Whoa! Snap! Yes, snap! I'm sewing your ministry. Oh, glory! Yeah. Whoa! She's sewing. I was just talking about milk, and I got talking about milk. So delicious, it says. Organic coconuts, naturally energizing. Glory free guarantee. I just want to speak to her just a short bit longer, but I want to see. I want to just see holy, happy like families and communities, right? <laughs> what if you completely trusted everybody around you? That's the case. And even if they don't have the revelation, you treat them as if they do, because that's what brings them into the revelation. Yeah, whatever. Well, I know they don't have a holy heart because they're doing all these bad things. Just trust them the same way you would, anyways, and they start coming into it. Whoa. I believe in it. I still believe in it. I've seen people make mistakes. People will do things, baby. And, and, but, dude, is it founded? What is it founded on? I believe it's founded on the Word of God and the Word of Christ. 
It's not just my experience. It's not just, well, you know, these guys just decided to do whatever they want because, like, that's they're just lazy and kind of punks, you know? They just wanted to do whatever they wanted. For a new creation, the greatest thing you can do is set it free to be itself. Does that mean that if somebody's making a mistake, you don't go and you don't talk to them? Like, if you have a revelation in an area, lovingly present it to them as counsel. But there's no need to force it on them. There's no need to, like, you know, to prove anything. And if you're utterly satisfied, you won't be tempted to try to manipulate them to do that thing. You can simply present it to them, and if they make the mistakes, everything's going to be fine anyways. Because everything's so fine. <laughs> Whoa! With that holy heart, that holy, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there, there's communities, there's companies rising right now. You don't have to look like our group. You don't have to all live in the same house. That's why last time, you know, I was just saying, do what do you want to do here? What do you, what do you guys want to see in Chicago? Right. You know, what do you guys like? What what's in your heart? No, I want to encourage you do it. Do it with abandon. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. You love. You might have a weird vision that doesn't seem like anybody else. Please do it. <laughs> Please go for it. That's why I had an encounter in the prayer room, like I don't know how long, maybe a year ago, and I just heard the Father saying it, and He said, "I'm sh- I'm shouting this to every person on the earth. I'm shouting over their life. I'm saying, go for it." Championing their vision, even if they're like the quote-unquote lostest person, you know, <laughs> the dirtiest dang sinner out there. And the father's primary word over their life is "Go for it, dirty Go for it, go for it." I love the passions of your heart. I love it. And as you know, as that is that affirming father comes alongside them, and as they see that in your life, dude, they're gonna be like, they get a right perspective of what God's like, and they'll begin to love Him and serve Him because they want to, yes. not because they should. They yes. fall in love with Him. Yes. Oh my God. Amen. Amen. 